Welcome to Jess Williamson, the podcast where we build businesses for life. Today on the podcast, I have a very special guest, my incredible client, Justine. She is an expert podcast manager, editor, launcher, and she works with high six and seven figure entrepreneurs to launch and scale their podcast online. But recently she did my program Business for Life for the second time. And she went from the first round, she started off barely doing 2K months to having ended the second round scaling her business to 18, 21K months and beyond. And I am just so, so excited to share this episode with you because we're breaking down all of the mindset shifts that took to get her to scaling to those multiple five-figure months. But also I'm breaking down with her some of the strategy and the messaging that she started to implement that began attracting those high ticket clients. So let's jump into the episode. Hey, Justine, welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited to be back. Thank you for having me back on here. Oh my gosh, I had to get you back on because honestly, you just keep hitting things out of the park. You keep smashing your goals. And this episode, I really wanted to chat to you about all of your incredible business growth over the past. I mean, it was 10 months that we had worked together, but pretty much just this year, you have just grown your business so much, but also I've seen some incredible growth for you as well. So I want to unpack what you did to get here. You were just sharing that you just surpassed 100K in your business this year, which is so incredible. And I'm celebrating you so much for that. But I would love to start with, can you paint us a picture back in January this year? What did your business look like and how did it kind of feel? Yes. So at the start of January, I was pretty much at a low in my business. I mean, I think at that time I only had the two clients and I think I was only hitting maybe 2K per month if I was lucky. And even six months prior to that, I struggled to land any new clients. So I knew that something had to change and I didn't know what it was. I didn't realize it was my mindset that was holding me back. And I just remember I've been following you on Instagram for so long and then you were promoting your business for life. And it just really spoke to me and I joined. I didn't even have the funds for it, but I was like, I had to join because I knew that something deep down inside of me was telling me like, this is the direction you need to go that's going to help you change your business for 2023. And it did. And ever since I joined BFL the first round, I know we worked through our mindset and I joined the second time and it was kind of all about strategy and helping me kind of scale my business to 100k and it honestly 2023 has been just the best year in my business like not just financially but just personal growth as well. So over that six months you mentioned not necessarily getting any new clients flowing in and I'm sure the self-doubt started to creep in and I think a lot of business owners can relate it's almost like it's normal to have periods of slow times in business like it's going to be sometimes of growth and sometimes slow but when that slow period just keeps on going like what were some of the things that you were doing on your own before we started to work together to try and shake some things up or what was going through your mind in that time? Yeah. So I was trying to just be present 
on Instagram because I know before that, that was how I was actually attracting my clients. But at the start of 2022, just to paint the picture as well, I had lost pretty much all the clients I started working with because I did up my price. And I think that is where that narrative came into place that I wasn't worthy enough or wasn't good enough to land these high ticket clients because I had lost all my previous clients before. And I was pretty much just because I didn't know it was the mindset that was holding me back. I was actually focusing on having that presence on Instagram, the strategies for Instagram to attract my clients, but nothing was happening. And like I said, that was six months of no new clients. And if I was getting an inquiry or a DM, it what I knew it wasn't aligned clients. And I just didn't want to take kind of any clients because I know like when I first started my business, I knew kind of exactly the clients I didn't want to work with and the clients that I did want to work with. And I knew I wanted those high ticket clients, but I just couldn't get them. And I didn't realize it was because that narrative I created in my head that I wasn't worthy of landing these six and seven figure business owners because I was so scared that if I did land them, they were going to see that I wouldn't, I couldn't deliver the results they wanted. I would fall short with their expectations. And especially because they would be paying me much more, I was like, I'm going to lose it all. So that was kind of the thought process that was going in my head. And I was just self-sabotaging myself without even realizing it was that that was holding me back. Massively. So when you came into business for life, what was your intention for starting that? And did you come in thinking, yep, I need to work on my mindset? Or was it like, okay, Jess is going to give me some more Instagram strategies so that I can actually get those clients? I knew it was the mindset piece because I saw you talking about it on like your Instagram and everything. So I knew I was like, okay, I really have to work on these mindset blocks because at the end of that first round of business for life, what you taught me was that yes, strategy is important, but what lies underneath that strategy is doing that inner work because you could have given me like all these strategies to start off with, but I knew I would probably not be able to do it because of all these mindset blocks. Or if I did take a chance and do it, I wouldn't be able to get the results that I have now. So what was that, that realization? Because I remember it was sort of in the first week or two that you came in and you lent in really vulnerably and you were like, okay, this is the problem. I don't know what is going on or how to shift it, but here it is. And you just kind of laid it all on the table and I was able to pull that and then reflect it back to you and kind of unearth the self-sabotage that was going on. So what was that realization that maybe other people might be experiencing as well? Yeah. So with that realization, I knew it was just that mindset block of not being good enough. And I remember that one of the exercises that you did give me was doing that visualization exercise of what it would actually feel like if I were to work with these six and seven figure business owners. And I remember when I did that visualization exercise, it brought up all these feelings that, you know, it was me that created that narrative of I wasn't good enough. The clients that left me didn't leave me because I couldn't give them the results. It was just because I either upped my 
my prices. So the budget wasn't a good fit for them anymore. Or because a lot of my clients were from the US, they were going into a recession. They were just looking at their budget. But I created the narrative that it was something, it was me. Like I wasn't good enough that I wasn't able to like give them the results that they wanted. And I just remember doing that visualization exercise. That was what came up for me. And that's where everything kind of, I guess, was the pivotal moment where everything had shifted because once I worked through that, I just remember in about, can't even remember if it was a week or two, I landed like client. And then after that, I landed, I think it was another two or three clients and it just flowed in. Um, and I just remember, oh my God. I remember the first thing because I did a whole business order and I said, right, you need to increase your price. And you were like, oh, hell no, Jess. Like I've done that before. I lost all of my clients. I can't afford to lose like the last clients that I have. And when we worked on that, mindset piece. I remember part of it for you was even just feeling like if I attract seven figure entrepreneurs who want to start and launch their podcast, they're going to expect so much of me. And that feels like burnout and that adds a lot of stress and a lot of pressure. And I think that's a lot of the time when people go through price increases. One, they have proof from the past that increasing your price equals losing all your clients. And number two, we kind of put these unnecessary expectations that when I raise my price, I have to be someone more than I am, or I have to prove my worth when it's actually about grounding in the worth, the knowledge and the expertise that you already have. And once you started to see that for yourself, you felt rock solid that when a seven figure entrepreneur came to you, and I think one of the first clients that you did sign on was like a major influencer, seven figure entrepreneur who, you know, you felt rock solid in that were no longer self-sabotaging when you're having those conversations and they signed up and, you know, didn't blink an eyelid at even your new price. Yes. Oh my God. I so remember that. I remember I was just like, I can't believe like this is the kind of clientele that I'm attracting. Like who am I to like get these kind of clients and investing in me? But at the same time, I was so proud of myself for working through that mindset block and just being able to hold that power that I am worthy of working with these kind of people. And it was, yeah, like I said, it was just all that narrative that I was saying in my head over and over again, that was just really holding me back. And like, I can do this, like I can support these six and seven finger business owners and that I've got so much value to give to them as well. And that I can deliver these results. So it's just crazy to see like the kind of clientele I continue to attract now as well. I just never thought in my wildest dreams that this would be the level I'll be operating at. Incredible, incredible high profile clients and you nail it, right? You get them incredible results. And I think what I want everyone listening to take away from this is if you keep facing challenges, if there continues to be these roadblocks, even though you're doing the work, you are posting on your social media, you are doing what all the experts were saying to do. Sometimes we actually need to stop and look at, okay, if I'm doing all the things that should work, but they're not working, let me look at myself. Like how might I be creating this reality? And I think that was the biggest piece because if you never allow 
allowed yourself to say, how might I be creating this reality? You never would have come in open and, you know, vulnerable about what challenges you were facing. And you took exactly what I threw at you and you implemented and integrated that mindset change so quickly. That's why you landed those three clients in like the first few weeks. No joke. It was like super quick, high ticket clients when the prior six months were, you know, no one was coming by. And this is also what I talk about is the strategy becomes easy because by that point, we hadn't shifted your strategy yet. Like nothing about your strategy had actually changed by that point. It was the mindset and it just is about taking action. So that's so incredible. I would love to just celebrate the heck out of you right now. So of course, I loved just witnessing all of your growth. You came in for the first round of BFL, smashed it out of the park, then came back for a second round because you were like, I'm not done yet. I've got so much more to achieve. Can you share just like, let's just like list them off, like all of the incredible things that you achieved. (laughs) Yeah. So I think after the first round of BFL, because I had worked through my mindset, the second round was kind of, I felt like just the strategy piece to like I was implementing, but I remember I was hitting like my biggest income months during the second round of BFL. So I remember hitting like 11K and then it went up to 18K and then 21K. And then even now I'm expanding my team. So I've got like four team members now and on the way to recruit another one early next year. So it's been crazy to think that I can even hit these high income months. And you also made me expand my um, contract to six months as well. And I just, I remember thinking, oh my God, six months from three months to six months, that's crazy. But now like none of my clients ever question it. It's just like they sign it. It's like, yep, done. Like don't even bat an eye. Like it's crazy to think that people don't even bat an eye on my prices or even question like it's a six month contract. They're just happy to pay it. And I just feel like things are just so much more easier in my business. Like clients are flowing in where it was like nothing before showing up on like Instagram and talking about my offers and selling has felt more easier as well. So it's just crazy. Like the transformation that my business has gone through, like over the two times that I've joined business for life. So good. And I mean, you know, business for life is all about like, let's hit those incredible income months, like scale and grow your business, get to help more people, but let's do it without burning ourselves out like severely. And so by extending your contract date, it means you're not in that state of scarcity. Like, oh my gosh, my clients might cancel every three months. And also it's serving the client more because you get to help them compound their results. Plus no one likes admin. So that's always a bonus. But because of all of your incredible growth, how many times did you increase your price over the past 10 months? (laughs) I think I've increased it three times. The first time when you told me the first round in BFL and then I get the second time in BFL. And then I just remember I was like, you know what? I'm going to also increase my podcast launch price. And I just increased that on my own because you gave me the confidence that it was like, I could so do this. So I think I increased my prices three times this year alone. How amazing is that to one, increase the price and still have people like throwing money at you. Like you are at capacity and they are just wanting to work with you, but also having that confidence. That is the biggest piece to say, you know what, that old narrative, I've completely rewritten it. And now it's showing up in real results. Like that is something that you can take with you forever. And I'm sure you're going to be messaging me in a few months. Like Jess, I had to increase my price again. (laughs) Yeah. I just 
remember like that first time when you told me to increase my price? I was like, holy crap. I'm like, no way I can do this. And then the second time I was like, okay, let's just do this. Like I didn't even think twice about it. I was just like, yeah, let's go for it. Ah, so good. Okay. So I did mention briefly that, you know, initially it was all the mindset, but then as we kind of went on, I know you did my selling in flow program, but then we also worked on a bit of the strategy and in business for life, it was a lot about structuring that business model to give you that freedom, but also serve your clients. But when it came to actually selling and attracting those higher level clients, what was some of the shifts you made in terms of your messaging or the consumer psychology? Yeah. So one of the modules that you did have in business for life was that marketing that converts. And also, like you said, I did the selling in flow but you taught me like how people buy. And I remember even you going through my process, there were a lot of, I guess, blocks or challenges that made it difficult for people to buy from me. Um, So uh, you taught me that, you know, I don't need to go through all like these systems and everything for in order for people to buy from me, you can just make it as easy as possible. And I know that a lot of the shift that came with me selling was also speaking with those light bulb moments that you taught in that marketing that convert. So ever since I kind of pivoted my messaging and the way I did my content with those light bulb moments. I felt like my messaging has just been more potent and it it taps more deeply into the kind of clients that I do attract and it really speaks to them. And I feel like kind of that's just how I've been attracting these like high ticket clients from now on. Like it's crazy to think that that small shift in understanding like consumer psychology and how people buy and those light bulb moments was kind of all I needed to attract these clients because I felt like before I was kind of teaching them the how and I know you always say it's why they need your service or your offer why they need to work with you so that's kind of how I pivoted my messaging and yeah it's just it's just the clients have just kind of just flowed in from that point on. And I was telling you, like, I've kind of slowed down on my Instagram, but people are still finding me and still DMing to work with me or filling out that application form. So it's just the content and the messaging that you've showed me how to do it in a way that is potent, working harder for me, even during the times when I haven't been really present on Instagram and haven't been posting as much lately. Yeah, just selling on autopilot. And I think the biggest mistake that a lot of people make is they give value and people have been taught to give three tips on how to do XYZ, like three tips to launch your podcast. But when you're thinking about your ideal client being that high-end client who you want to come to you to manage and launch their podcast, they don't need to know how. They don't want to know how. And so it's going to be attracting a very much a DIY audience versus a high caliber, high ticket audience. And by teaching in that way, I call it, you know, the authority sales because it positions you as that expert. You have the answers. People say, oh, she knows her shit. And it actually gives people those light bulb moments where they realize, oh my gosh, I need this. And therefore it converts. And I think that's such a powerful tool because once you understand consumer psychology and how people buy, that does not change. Like human behavior changes a little bit as we evolve, but it is at the core the same. So regardless of the algorithms or, you know, what marketing platform pops up next, like you've got 
the insights into human brains and how they buy, that lasts forever. And that's really, really awesome that you took that away. Yeah, that honestly was such like a game changing kind of perspective because I never knew like I was back then doing those like three tips to XYZ and that's why I was attracting those DIY kind of podcasters but now since I've shifted the content and understanding the consumer psychology and in what you taught in that marketing that converts yeah it's just been able to attract those high ticket clients and really help me build that authority and really step into my authority as well so good oh my gosh I'm so excited for just everything that's to come for you because you've got this foundation. Like no one can take away any of the knowledge or the growth or the personal growth that you've gained. Like that's just going to continue to compound as you continue to just smash your goals. So before we wrap up, do you have any last piece of advice that you want to share for someone who maybe feels a little bit stuck right now or has a big goal and they're not quite sure how to get there? Yeah, I would definitely say that you really have have to focus on first doing the inner work. And it's something that I've always heard time and time again, but I've never took action or implemented it. But it is, it's the inner work, those mindset shifts, and it's those mindset shifts over time that's going to help you get the results that you want. And looking back at my journey from where I was at the start of the year, that mindset shifts that I continue to do has allowed me to be where I am right now. And it's it compounds over time. So honestly, it's just for me, like nothing's bigger than doing that inner work. And every time you step up to the next level in your business, there's always going to be new mindset challenges. And I'm just so happy that now I have kind of the tools to be able to not remain stuck in them and be able to move forward. So incredible. And when it comes to mindset work, I mean, sometimes it's like we know, We know we should be doing the inner work, but sometimes it's just even having someone reflect back to you what is actually going on so that you can bring the unconscious patterns into your conscious and then take action on them. Because as soon as I reflected that back to you, you're like, got it, Jess, caught it. And I'm going to run with it. And you just like integrate. You're like, I'm a new woman after a couple of days. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, like I'm so grateful that I chose to invest in like, especially you as a coach and just in your program, because it was my first time doing like a group coaching kind of program. And I didn't know how I was going to feel about that because I prefer one-on-one coaching, but even just the women inside that group help uplift you as well. So yeah, it's been an incredible experience like both times doing business for life and it's just been different experiences as well. So I'm so grateful that I was able to join your BFL and be in that mastermind as well because honestly, it's it's just really changed my business life. Like it's been so crazy. Oh my gosh. I am just so excited for everything to come and I love that you did it twice because I always say every single round is so different. And I think you experienced that firsthand, right? Every round is so different uh, based on who we have in the group, based on I just decide to throw in new things all the time. (laughs) But honestly, that has been like my favorite thing, just witnessing all of your growth. And the biggest thing I will say is the reason why you've had so much growth is I've helped you with the tools and, you know, giving you guidance, but you took action on it. And like nothing happened happens unless you're willing to be vulnerable, let our egos down sometimes and just like try, try 
try something new. Even if you think it didn't work in the past, it's like, you know what, I'm just going to be open and go all in on this. And that's where we see real results. But sometimes it can be scary. So I just wanted to congratulate you on that because you did the work. I know. I can't believe like, that's why I love having a coach, especially with you because you give that tough love. Like I know if I don't have someone there, I always tend to stay in my comfort zone. I really need someone like to push me. Oh, I'm I'm pushing you. I'm like, all right, what's where's the next cliff? Let's go. <laughs> Oh, but where can people just like soak up all of your magic if they are thinking about launching a podcast or wanting to grow their podcast? Where can they connect? Yeah, I'm very, I'm always on Instagram. So you can connect with me over there. I'm at Justine underscore podcast manager. So feel free to send me a DM or just say hi. Yay. Well, if you have loved this episode, please make sure you screenshot it and share it on your social media. Make sure you tag me and Justine so we can share the love right back. But thanks, Justine. And I always love chatting with you. So I cannot wait to see everything you achieve in the next year. Thank you so much, Jess. Awesome.